This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Guardians Weekly on the Cleveland Guardians Radio Network. Guardians Weekly is brought to you by Progressive, helping Guardians fans save hundreds on car insurance. Everyone, welcome to Guardians Weekly. Jim Rosenhouse, along with you from Progressive Field in downtown Cleveland, where the Guardians are taking on the Texas Rangers this weekend. And for our show today, coming up in just a little bit, we'll get a complete update on the Akron Ball Club and the Guardians Farm System with Rob Serfolio, the Director of Player Development. Also, Xavier Curry, Guardians pitcher, will join us, as will Logan Allen, a couple of the rookie pitchers who have been so successful in uh, this, their first season in the major leagues. But first, a look at the week gone by, and it began on the road in San Francisco with a 5-4 loss on Monday night, one of three walk-off defeats for the Guardians on their most recent road trip to the West Coast. Then on Tuesday, a bounce back for Cleveland, as again, they were at San Francisco, and they got it started in the very first inning, scoring a run on a Cole Calhoun ground out to take the early lead. And on the mound, Cal Quantrill continued his impressive stretch since returning from the injured list. The 0-1 swung on, ground ball to third. Ramirez to second for one. Freeman to first. Got him on a close play. Double play for the Guardians. And the side is retired. We are headed to the fifth. It is still the Guardians one and the Giants nothing. The Giants tied the game at one with a solo home run in the fifth inning. But in the sixth, the Guardians regain the lead thanks to a clutch two-out hit from Tyler Freeman. Walker delivers, and it's swung on, line drive, base hit center field. This will score two. Nailers across. Right behind him is Fry. He slides in safely. Into third goes Calhoun. And out at second base after a single that drives in two. Tyler Freeman moved up on the throw, and the Guardians take a 3-1 lead. Then in the late innings, it was the Guardians' defense stepping up to keep Cleveland on top. Here's the 1-0. Swung on, ground ball. Diving stop by the first baseman, Naylor, who tags the runner, steps on the bag, double play. Wow. How about that? The pitch to him. Swung on and driven to left center. This one's hit a ton. Long run, Straw, and Miles Straw makes the catch midway through the warning track to retire Wade. Here's the 1-1. One, one. 
Swung on, and there's a high fly ball to deep center. Straw is back at the wall. He leaps, and Straw bangs into the fence. Did he hang on? Yes, he did. Miles Straw with another circus catch in center. And in the ninth, Emmanuel Classe came on to try and rebound from a loss the previous night, and he got the job done. As there's a swing and a pop-up, this may do it. It's to right center. Brennan coming on. He makes the catch. And the Guardians are back in the win column with a hard-earned 3-1 victory tonight here in San Francisco. So the Guardians squared up the series at one win apiece, but trying to win the series on Wednesday. Again, it was San Francisco handing the Guardians a walk-off defeat, this time in 10 innings by a final score of 6-5. Thursday was an off day, then the opener of a homestand for the Guardians, as on Friday night they took on the Rangers, the highest-scoring team in baseball, and it was the Guardians who were the high-scoring team on this night as they got the scoring started in the second inning with a runner on and Andre Jimenez at the plate. Now the pitch. And it swung in and ripped into deep right center field. This ball is gone. A line drive two-run home run to right center by Andre Jimenez. It's his 13th. What a month of September he is having. This is the guy we saw all of 2022. And the Guardians have a 2-0 lead on a hanging breaking ball that Andre Jimenez jolted over the wall in right center field for his 13th homer, giving him 53 RBIs, two nothing Guardians here in inning number two. And on the mound, Lucas Giolito looks sharp early. Now the 2-2. Swing and a miss. Got him with another changeup. Giolito has struck out six. 2-0 Cleveland in the middle of the third. Then the Guardians added to the lead in the fourth inning with a two-out hit from Josh Naylor. Ramirez the base runner at first, and here comes the 0-1 to Naylor. He swings and lines it into left field. That's a base hit. Rounding third, heading for home is Arias. He will score, and Naylor comes through again. RBI number 89 for Josh Naylor, and the Guardians are now in front 3-0. And then Ramon Laureano joined the home run club in the fifth. Here's the 2-1 delivery. Swung on, and that's lifted high and deep. Left field, home run porch. Ramon Laureano goes deep, and the Guardians lead it 4-0. A line drive off the bat of Laureano. That is home run number nine overall this season for Laureano. And that is his third since joining Cleveland. The offense kept tacking on in the sixth inning. Bo Naylor started it off with a double, and then Jose Ramirez stepped in. Now the 1-0-2 Ramirez. Swung on, hit in the air, deep center. On the run is Carter. Looking up, it is high off the 19-foot wall in center. Hosey in with an RBI double as Naylor scores from third, 5-0 Cleveland. And if that wall is in 19 feet high there in center field, Jose Ramirez has a two-run double. I beg your pardon, a two-run homer. As it is, it's an RBI double, 35th double, 76th RBI. 
And then Josh Naylor kept the run of doubles going. Now the 1-0. Swung on line shot, left field near the line. Duran on the run. Can't make the catch. Ball gets by him. It'll go to the warning track. In to score is Hosey. In to second with an RBI double is Josh Naylor. 6-0 Cleveland. Ezekiel Duran racing toward the line. Stretched out on a dead sprint. Couldn't get any glove on it. And Naylor has his third hit, his second RBI, giving him 90. Still in the sixth, now two men aboard. Andres Jimenez delivered again. Again, the payoff pitch. Swung and ripped into right. That's another base hit. That'll score Josh Naylor. Motoring to third is Laureano. 7-0 Cleveland. What an at-bat by Andres Jimenez. And he delivers a two-out RBI single to right. And then Will Brennan put an exclamation point on the inning. Now the 2-2. Swung on, line drive, base hit. Up the alley in left center. It'll go all the way to the wall. Laureano scores. Jimenez around third. He'll score. It's a two-out, two-run double. Up the shoot in left center by Will Brennan. It's a five-run inning. And Cleveland is now annihilating the Texas Rangers nine to nothing. Then back to the mound we went with Lucas Giolito putting on a show. Now the set hands at the belt to look at third, the one-two delivery. Strike three called another changeup. And Robbie Grossman not happy with the call. 12 strikeouts for Giolito. Wow. Stretch time at the corner of Carnegie and Ontario. Cleveland nine, Texas nothing. But the offense wasn't done yet as in the bottom half of the seventh inning, Josh Naylor kept his big night going. Nine nothing Cleveland, seventh inning the pitch. Naylor with a rocket into right field, another base hit. Quad around third being waved home. Throw to the plate, not in time, 10 nothing Cleveland. And Naylor with a four hit, three RBI game. And Josh Naylor now with 91 runs batted in. And then Cole Calhoun stepped in as the only Guardians hitter without a hit at that point. The pitch swung on, pounded, high, deep to right field. There she goes. Cole Calhoun with Cleveland's third home run of the game. A majestic two-run blast to right. And Cleveland keeps pouring it on, leading 12 to nothing. Calhoun's fifth home run since joining Cleveland. 12 to three ended up being the final score as the Guardians took the series opener with Texas. And after the game, Lucas Giolito talked about his stellar performance and this his third start with the Guardians. You know, I, I'm the type of starter I like to throw every fifth day. And so being here, five-man rotation, been able to do that. Had an extra day coming into this one just because of the off day, but you're used to that as a pitcher. But, um, yeah, being here, being in this environment with these guys, it's been uh, very nice after a very hectic, uh, you know, month plus. So, yeah, today felt good. I started you talked about slider. That kind of – Yeah, the – the slider last start and this start, I was able to like really get over and finish it to create more depth on it. And so it's been like a good third pitch for me uh, these last two. Uh, 
Whereas earlier in the year when there's more struggle uh, commanding it and and it would get too flat. So uh, it's been, it's been a good pitch these last couple starts, especially today uh, being able to play it off of the fastball, which I was able to command at the top of the zone much better than I have previously. You're, you're frustrated. Yeah. Does that tell the kind of, you know, kind of competitor that you are? No matter how big the lead is, you don't want to get it. Yeah, I usually want to keep a more neutral reaction, but like with how the game was going, I want to go out and have a nice one, two, three inning. And, you know, giving up a hit like that where, you know, you get in on the guy's hands and it just like hit, it literally hit the line. I kind of like let out a little frustration in the moment there. But, you know, I was able to kind of refocus and and get back on track to finish the inning strong. Um, but, yeah, I want to also want to say, like, um, Bo was fantastic the, the whole the whole night. You know, my first start pitching to him did not go well, and that's on me. Uh, he was really, really good, like, pregame uh, when we were talking about the lineup. Uh, we had a very, very clear approach of what we were going to do. And then we executed that. His framing was fantastic. His pitch calling, we got into a very nice rhythm. And so I want to give a lot of credit to him because you don't do it alone as a starting pitcher having an outing like tonight. Both well, the inches away from that being it's just that's how you often Yeah, I, I really think it was because um I was able to command my fastball well, which is something I haven't been doing probably the last couple months. Uh, being able to live at the top of the zone when I can do that, then I can let that change up and slide or play below. And so we were able to keep that like north-south approach going and uh, you know limit contact for the most part. More baseball through the weekend. The Guardians will take on the Rangers at 6-10 on Saturday night. And then a 140 first pitch to wrap up the brief homestand on Sunday afternoon. Stay with us. We'll have more to come after this timeout on the Cleveland Clinic Guardians Radio Network. At Progressive, we love sports and saving you money, so we bundled them together. The final horse now in the gate, and they're off. They're starting off with a double toe loop jump, leaving a difficult 7-10 split as there's movement on the inside rail. Only nine pins separate them now as they head to the final quarter mile. They're neck and neck. It's down to the last frame. Here comes the actual jump. They bundled their home and auto insurance with Progressive. Win, strike, savings, gold. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here's the 2-2. Called strike three on the outside corner. Number five for Logan Allen. Allen from the stretch. The 2-0 swung on and that's skied to right. Creeping in on it is Loriano. He's under it and he makes the catch to retire the side. Another solid inning for Logan Allen. Welcome back to Guardians Weekly. Jim Rosenhouse back with you from Progressive Field in downtown Cleveland. 
where the Guardians are taking on the Rangers this weekend. Earlier in the week, Logan Allen turned in another fine performance as on Wednesday in San Francisco, Logan Allen pitched well. And like most rookie starters in September, he's starting to surpass previous innings pitch totals for the year that he's ever had in professional baseball. And he says he feels like his stuff has held up just fine over the long season. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, yeah, I feel like I'm in a good place physically. Uh, my stuff feels good, and uh, I'm ready to take the ball every fifth day, so I'm feeling good. Anything surprise you as you get deeper into your first major league season? Uh, no, I think it's just getting getting more comfortable, getting to all these new stadiums, feeling more comfortable around all these guys, and just you know feel, feeling just like I fit in a lot more than than probably in the, my you know earlier times up here. You mentioned uh, seeing new stadiums and you get a chance to pitch in San Francisco. And we were talking earlier. Uh, what is it about that place that, that you really enjoyed on Wednesday? Oh, just so much history. Um, I think you kind of alluded to it too. The, you know, great, great fan base. But uh, no, just all the history, you know, seeing the, the splash shots, seeing, you know, Naylor getting able to add to it. But no, just really cool to be out there and just, you know, taking all the history where so many great players have played. Logan Allen joining us, Guardian starting pitcher, one of three rookies who has really made an impact. and. Um, how much do you and Tanner Bybee and Gavin Williams share information on what you're going through and, and how you're trying to get there? Yeah, I think uh, we all kind of look to each other. We're all in a very similar boat where we're uh, kind of all just trying to take it in stride and, you know, roll with the punches when we do kind of have struggles up here. But I think that we, uh, you know, got a good kind of core group that we can kind of stay together for a good little bit and, uh, you know, work off each other, build off each other, and hopefully be, be good for a long time. And you're fortunate in that you reached the major leagues pretty quickly and, and when you talk about innings and you mentioned how you're still feeling good you hear uh, development people say you know that major league innings are different um, have you noticed that and if so what what is the difference in a major league inning as they compile as opposed to minor league innings I, I would just say you you don't have as many innings that are stress-free I think at, at any any point any any uh, batter in any lineup can kind of put together those good at bats where it can take a 10-pitch inning and turn to a 30-pitch inning, and just kind of that high stress every single every single inning. I think that uh, that's the biggest difference between the big leagues and, and being in the minor leagues. I think that you have you experience some of that in the minor leagues, but up here, I think it's just a lot more frequent. And you know, a five-inning day can t can be a lot more tolling than a five-inning start in the minor leagues for sure. And team-wise, obviously, it's been frustrating, certainly, as you get deeper into it here. Um, what are you seeing, though, as, as you get into these last two weeks in terms of what the team wants to accomplish? Oh, I think we can just worry about, you know, trying to play good baseball every day and um, go out there and just execute, you know, make our pitches and, you know, put good swings on, on good pitches in the zone. I think that, you know, whether we are in the standings, wherever it may be, um, you just got to come out there and play every day and not, not look too far ahead and just, you know, be where you are, be where your feet are, and just try to win every day. It's worked well for you, for sure. Thanks a lot for coming by. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. That's Logan Allen, one of three rookies in the starting rotation now for the Guardians, and all three really pitching well here down the stretch. Stay with us. We'll visit with another rookie who's been back and forth between the pen and the rotation. That's Xavier Curry after this timeout on the Cleveland Clinic Guardians Radio Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
Welcome back to Guardians Weekly. Jim Rosenhouse back with you from Progressive Field in downtown Cleveland, where the Guardians are off to a nice start on this brief homestand with a 12-3 win over the Texas Rangers on Friday night. Xavier Curry has put together a real nice season for the Guardians as he worked out of the bullpen to begin the year, then was in the starting rotation for a while. And looking back at the beginning of the season, he was initially sent to the minor leagues at the end of spring training. But he got a late reprieve due to injuries, made the club out of camp, and he hasn't looked back as he's put together a solid rookie season. Uh, yeah, you know, that you know uh, that, that couple of days, you know, towards the end of spring training, just um, going back over to the minor league side for a couple of days and then getting a call that, um, you know, I could possibly be uh, departing with the team once the season starts. You know, just, um, you know, I do think about that and, like, I just kind of look back at it and just say how blessed I am to even still be here in September. You know, it's been a whole season now. And, you know, the kind of the way I say it, somehow, some way, I've still been a part of this team the whole time. And that's just that's just a blessing uh, in itself. So, you know, I, I, I do look back at, at that time and just really realize, like, wow, like, you know, if this would have happened, if that would have happened, like, you know, certain things would, would, would be different. So just, like, understanding that it's just a blessing and that, guy has a plan for me and you were in a role that that long relief role for a long time early mm -hmm. in the season that you can get caught in that if if you have a good outing but pitch a lot of innings sometimes they need a fresh arm but that mm -hmm. never happened for you and how appreciative are you of, of Tito and the coaching staff for saying hey he pitched well let's keep him here and we'll figure it out yeah you know and uh you know I, I am very appreciative of just the coaching staff and the pitching staff to even you know give me the opportunity to to, to be in that long relief role and to just, like, like you say, just give me a fair chance to, like, you know, say he did pitch good. Um, and, you know, we're going we're gonna to try to keep giving him opportunities. So just for them to, to trust me and to just, like I say, even keep me here um, this whole time and just let me be a part of this team, let me, let me pitch at the major league level, let me, let me travel and let me just experience baseball in a, in, in a different light. I am very appreciative of them for, like, like I say, just giving me the opportunity to play. We saw you a little bit last year. You made your debut uh, most of your season in the minor leagues, but your stuff has been good up here this season. Mm -hmm. uh, are you that much better of a pitcher, you think, from, from this time a year ago? Um, you know, honestly, I, 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 I would say no. Uh, me personally, I probably feel like, you know, maybe even last year I was probably just as far as in the minors, like a little better, like I, you know, might have had a little better stuff. But I would say I feel like here, you know, just in, even through spring training, like obviously just stand in the weight room, stand, stand uh, in contact with the pitching staff in the offseason, just trying to work on things to improve. And then uh, I think a big help was getting here and, like, like you said before, just playing here, like having an opportunity to just – pitch in, in, in that long relief role, um, you know, it allowed me to, how I say, it allowed me to get reps in the, at the major league level, allowed me to go out there and to test my stuff, like to be able to say, okay, I've been working on this, on executing my slider like this in the bullpens with the pitching staff, so let's see how that plays when I go into games and just, honestly, just even talking to the, the other guys on the pitching staff, picking their brains and just trying to figure out like, okay, like, you know, how, how, how do you pitch this guy? How what is your understanding of the zone? Like when you're trying to throw a curveball, where are you trying to start it? And just like, like I say, I would say I think I just um, learned more about pitching at, at the major league level and just, um, you know, and for the most part of the season, just honestly even being able to just watch, um, you know, our guys go out there and pitch and just, you know, kind of model my, my, my game plans after theirs and just watching 
how they had how they had success. So just being able to just be up here and and play here and 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 watch here and just just learn and just kind of soak up everything that I felt like I needed to soak up to make myself better. You know, kind of like the like the Kobe Bryant effect. You know, I, he he said something in the um, in a video that I saw, but just basically like he used the world to help him become better at basketball. You know, everything was kind of catered towards, you know, how can this help me in basketball? And that's kind of um, the approach that I take, you know, just soaking up everything that I can to to be able to, you know, use it to make myself a better person and a better baseball player. Xavion Curry joining us. You get that chance to start after mm-hmm. spending the, the year in the bullpen and, and made several starts. What did that mean to you to, to get back into rotation as someone who's been a career starter? Um, you know, it, 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 it meant a lot just to, like I say, just to even have the opportunity to say, okay, you know, you've been a long relief role. Um, you know, maybe now we need a starter, so, you know, we'll give you a chance to, to start. And, you know, just um, being able to, like I say, just even get the reps as a starter, just, you know, test myself to see, okay, how can any after inning can I come back um, and, you know, be able to get these guys out. So just just being able to, to get that experience and just to, to get this pitching experience for for my first year, you know, I feel like it will really help me build a, a foundation and a, and a stepping stool in my, in my career to be able to just build off this, learn from this, you know, take the good, take the bad, you know, take the bad out and take the good out and take the okay out and just be able to kind of, you know, bottle all that up and just, you know, be able to just uh, take my game to the next level. You're a rookie. You get to go to all these fun cities. And I know at Georgia Tech, you, you had a chance to travel, too. Um, here in San Francisco, a great tourist city, and you and some teammates went to Alcatraz, one yeah. of the, the great tourist attractions here in San Francisco. What did you think, and what did you see over there? You know, uh, honestly, that, that, that was – um, that, that was great that I was able to, to get out. You know, I would say I probably haven't taken great advantage of, you know, being able to travel to all these cities and just be able to get out and explore because, you know, I try to uh, spend some time just resting. But um, just to be able to go, go to Alcatraz and just, you know, kind of see that um, historical, you know, monument just here, um, it, 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 was, it, was, it was honestly cool, you know, to be able to just take the boat ride over and just kind of like, you know, just be able to experience something different, you know. Um, you, you know, uh, you never really get to, to see like landmarks like that, you know, I guess in, 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 a, in a normal day when you're, when you're kind of working. So just being able to go over there and just like, you know, experience that, see the, see the prison, just kind of hear the stories of, of what took place on that, on that. And then just honestly just being there and just kind of like looking out and understanding that, you know, like that those people were even like the families that, that worked there, like they were just, they were all just stuck on Alcatraz. <laughs> You know, so it was, it was, it was cool. <laughs> so you go there with Will Brennan and the Naylor brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's legend that even if you could escape from Alcatraz, there's no way you make it swim to shore yeah. because of the sharks. So of the four of you, any of you could, could make it swimming oh, uh, and had, elude we, the sharks? We had that debate the whole time we were there. <laughs> like, we were kind of standing at the top just looking, and we were like, you know, like, your life depends on it. Like, you can't swim from here to here. And we're like, yeah, maybe, but, like, if you just X out the, the sharks, maybe you can you can swim. But if you add the the nature effect to it, like, nah, you probably can't make it. But, I mean, um, you know, actually, I, I think uh, someone told us that they actually do, like, an annual swim there. Like, where I think, yes, that's what one of the, the locals told us. They do, like, an annual swim where people can kind of, like, swim the distance of Alcatraz to the to the shore. And I was like, okay, that, that sounds kind of cool, but I'll pass on that. <laughs> All part of a rare visit for the Guardians to San Francisco. Xavier, thanks a lot for coming by. Appreciate it. No problem. Thank you for having me.
That's Xavion Curry talking about a, a tremendous season and also uh, some fun times that he has had with his teammates in uh, recent weeks. And uh, certainly he's been a big key to that pitching staff for Cleveland. Stay tuned. We'll have our final segment after this timeout on the Cleveland Clinic Guardians Radio Network. Baseball, basketball, pickleball. Those are sports, and people love sports. If you love sports, you should know this. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive could save hundreds. Does saving have anything to do with sports? No. The people love sports, so I'm yelling sports out. Hockey, swimming, golf. Not all sports have the word ball in there, so save big when you switch to Progressive. Go, sports teams. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. Welcome back to Guardians Weekly. Jim Rosenhouse back with you from Progressive Field in downtown Cleveland, where the Guardians are taking on the Rangers this weekend. Meanwhile, the AA Ball Club in Akron is winding down its season. Rob Serfolio is the Director of Player Development, and he says the AA level always seems to be where you really start to separate some things in terms of players who can move on or players who may be hitting the top of their potential. And he says he's encouraged by the overall progress that many have made at the double-A level this season. Yeah, first off, Rosie, you know, it's almost a sad time of year with with the A-ball seasons wrapping up and last couple of weeks been doing some exit meetings with, with those players and making sure that, you know, they have a chance to sit down with our staff and review their season and plan some of the off-season. And we'll do the same with, with some of our upper-level teams that are finishing here in the next couple of weeks. But you know, the Akron group in particular has been uh, – you know, a, a really young position player group in particular and some some pitchers kind of getting their first taste of upper level baseball. And and you nailed it at just what a, a separator level Akron or the double A level tends to be. And, uh, you know, we've had a handful of guys that have have had some you know great learning opportunities throughout the year, both on field, off field. So the challenges that come with adapting to that level are are unique and uh, you know proud of how the guys have have hung in there and, and battled through and just continue to try and, and focus on how they can get better and prepare themselves to be impactful major leaguers in the future. Well, let's start on that position player side, and we've we've talked about this player a lot, really from from the start of the season and maybe even back to spring training. Infielder Juan Brito, and you look across the board, and and his offensive numbers are really strong. and And how did he grow this season as he went through the year at Double A? Yeah, so, you know, Burrito, obviously our first year with him after the the trade at, at the end of the season last year for Nolan Jones. And, you know, this is a young player that really from the second he showed up, whether it was in our Dominican facility or our Arizona facility, and then eventually this year has just been really impressive from a maturity standpoint. You know, his focus with how he goes about his work, and then I think his performance, to your points, obviously – spoke for itself and you know we've asked him to play multiple positions on defense to really continue to try and push his athleticism and ultimately give him as many opportunities to to get into a major league lineup in the future as we possibly he's done a really good job at second and third and you know that's where he's played primarily and uh, just exposing him to some new things I think has has been really great and, and he's already handled the bat from both sides of the plate at a high level so a young, exciting player that just continues to to want to be coached and want to improve. 
you know, we can really ask out of our guys. So it's been a pleasure to work with them. We had a chance to meet Petey Halpin in spring training. He played uh, a couple of major league games. And uh, how did his season go from start to finish there, uh, finishing up at the double-A level with a lot of games under his belt? Yeah, so, you know, we, we talked about the position player group. I think Petey, in fact, was one of the youngest players able to start the year. And, you know, to, to be challenged in that sense is, it is really fun for us in the player development world because – that comes with on-field and off-field learning, and, and Petey's had to adjust to all of that. And you know, I, I, another young player in our organization who just has a high-level upside, and we're really excited to to get our hands dirty with them in the off-season. And you look at Milan Tolentino most of the year at Lake County, but got called up and has spent the last little while with Akron. The numbers don't jump out, but but what did you see in his short time as he moved up a level to get ready for next season? Yeah, so you know, you look at Milan's year almost in, in two uh, two paths. One of Lake County, where you know he is one of the best offensive performers on that team. He always plays great defense. You know, that's such a, a calling card that he has. Like similar to Brito, we've asked him to to bounce around a little bit, and he's done that with with incredible poise and maturity, and just continued to to get better at all three. But a guy that, you know, can really glove it and we think has a chance to play up the middle. And and I know that he struggled a little bit on offense, which, again, you know, these these opportunities are great learning opportunities for us. And we'd rather them happen in the minor leagues than we would in the big leagues. So the fact that we're able to to use this and and respond to it in a productive manner and, and take it uh, how Milan's thinking about it and how we're looking to support him. Chase DeLauder, uh, former number one draft pick of the Guardians, a top-round pick. You move him up for, for the last uh, couple of weeks of, of the minor league season. Why is that important to, to get a look at him at double-A before the end of the year? Yeah, it's a, it's a great call-out. And, you know, Chase was with Lake County, obviously had was coming back from the injury at the start of the year. And Lake County was in a playoff push. And, you know, we think playing meaningful baseball at the end of the year is – is really important for our guys. We hope that's something they do when they're in the big leagues, and we want them to have some experience with that under their belt. So, you know, we had Chase battling it out with Lake County down the stretch and, and then just thought this last week of the year is a, a great opportunity for him to go get a taste of the double-A level and some of the things that, that come with the level of just, you know, being in the clubhouse and getting a chance to meet more of our staff. And, you know, we expect Chase to to partake in some upper-level baseball next year and just thought it would be a good way to acclimate him to some of the challenges he'll have in the future. Rob Serfolio, the Director of Player Development for the Guardians, joining us. We're talking Double A Akron as their season winds down. And uh, when we move to the mound, we talk pitching. Who are these guys, Bieber and McKenzie, who have slotted into the rotation this week? <laughs> what is happening down there? Well, first off, it's great to get those guys healthy. Those are two names that I hope to see in our major league starting rotation at some point soon. But Do you consider yeah, them prospects? <laughs> a little bit, yeah, a little bit. But on a serious note, one of the cool things of having those guys, you know, they they were interacting with sort of our Lake County group last week, and and now those guys getting a chance to do that in Akron this week is it's it's a really unique opportunity for our young players to be around some major leaguers that have had success. So. Um, you know, while those guys aren't are as excited as we are to see them back in minor league uniforms, some cool learnings that comes out of that from just them being around young players and those guys getting a chance to pick their brains a little bit. And let's go right to the bullpen. Franco Aleman, you look at his numbers, they're ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Nobody's getting on they base are. against this guy. How come? <laughs> What's he doing? 
Well, first off, I mean, he, he throws in the upper 90s and has a pretty impressive slider. So that's a good starting point for, for a back end of the relief uh, reliever. So, you know, he, he's got a real chance to, to do some good things in the bullpen. And as you noted, has not walked anybody, has struck out a lot of guys, and, and hasn't given up a lot of hits. And, you know, I think that's a credit to just his growth as a professional dating back to when he first came to us from the University of Florida and um, just how he's so dedicated to his work on and off the field is, is really impressive. And, um, you know, a, a guy that, that we're excited to have and I think could, could help us out here in the coming years. And another member of that bullpen is uh, Tyler Thornton, who also uh, spent some time at Lake County but finishes at Akron. And what have you seen from him? Yeah, you know, really, really similar narrative to, to Frank, uh, a, a back end of the reliever in the minor leagues for us right now that has created a ton of swing and miss. Um, you know, Tyler creates some really unique angles with, with how he goes about it, but can, can pitch, fills up the zone. Um, yeah, you know, this is, this is another guy that, you know, might not appear on, on prospect lists just yet, but has potential to, to help us out and, and, and similar to Will Dion, like, you know, we're not we're not on the finish line by any stretch of, of the imagination. But, you know, we have an opportunity with, with him to continue to get better and hopefully uh, pave a path for him to help our major league team in the future. And I'm not sure if it's fair to, to lump all, all three of these guys together, but they've kind of gone to Akron and, and compiled some innings and looks like they're in that rotation every fifth or sixth day, depending uh, Doug Nikhazy, Tommy Mason, and Jack Leftwich. And um, yep. what have they done just to, to continue to develop and, and continue to be relevant? Well, you know, first off, those all three of those guys are guys that, you know, we're really excited to have in the organization. They have starter attributes. They really work their tails off. So, you know, we talked about from the jump of what a, what a separator-level double-A is. And these are guys that are getting really their first – full taste of that level this year. So, you know, we expect them just to continue to get better and better, especially knowing the way that those guys go about their business and, and dedication to just the improvement process. So uh, guys, we're looking forward to working with here as the off season approaches. Well, Rob, thanks for the, the update on Akron, our final one of the year for the double a club. And in our last visit, we'll talk about Columbus and, and the year that they've had, but uh, always appreciate the time and we'll catch up with you soon. Looking forward to it. Thanks again for having me. That's Rob Serfolio, the Director of Player Development for the Guardians, and that's going to do it for this week's edition of Guardians Weekly. Thanks, as always, to Brian Matze for his help in putting together our show each week. Until next week, when we join you from right here at Progressive Field, this is Jim Rosenhouse reminding you that you've been listening to Guardians Weekly on the Cleveland Clinic Guardians Radio Network. Guardians Weekly has been brought to you by Progressive, helping Guardians fans save hundreds on car insurance.